The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. If you're listening to this podcast, it is likely Wednesday, September 7th. We're going to talk some awards stuff. Um, we've got a Tuesday mailbag podcast that will be is in your feed, too, which you may have already listened to. Uh, we're sort of traveling backwards, forwards in time, but then backwards in time. It's a real DeLorean conundrum, as they say in the uh, time travel business. But this is um, all on YouTube on Tuesday afternoon. If you want to, you can watch us every day at 1 p.m.-ish, ish, thereabouts on YouTube for the rest of eternity. Um, although, the rest of eternity feels a lot less daunting when it's the freaking NFL season kickoff week. Joining me to do a couple, to do, to, to make some bets on NFL uh, future award, NFL futures, the award market. Ryan Wilson and John Breach. Hello, fellas. Hey. Uh, Hi. I'm not even – I'm less excited about the start of the college, uh, the, the NFL season. College football's already started. And I'm more excited about the, my one last chance to take a shot at Dave Richards. No more tweets about zero – how many weeks until the start of the season. So, <laughs> win all around. There you go. That's right. Breach, you excited? And I am excited because I'm going to look like Ryan Wilson soon, according to Ryan Wilson. Um I've been doing this so long that I went from having a, a model set of hair that I am heading toward Wilson territory. Where I you? do I do love that Breach gets a stylish haircut literally days after we have our, our photo shoot. Yeah, what? why did you do that? He looked uh, like a hobo at the photo shoot, and now he looks like he, he could actually apply for a Honestly, job. Oh, ho, ho, down hard. It looks like a hobo at the photo shoot. Mike. What's wrong with hobo's haircuts? <laughs> Wilson out here just ripping on people just to start the podcast. Not a great way to start. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know where to go from uh, hobo haircut. Hobo haircut. Yeah, like you just called. You said breach dressing a hobo for our like big photo shoot. No, I said his hair looked like a hobo. Oh, oh, oh right, right. He dressed quite nicely. Speaking of hobos, you know who's not a hobo? The person who's going to win MVP. That I, that was like my segue. We don't have to use it though. We can we can do something else. Football season is finally almost here. Finally, almost kind of messes me up. And CBS Sports Football Pickup is the best way to step up the competition. Fun, run a custom picks or survivor pool with friends, and enter our CBS Sports Challenge for the chance to win a guaranteed weekly and season long prizes plus the one hundred thousand dollar jackpot. Get started now at cbssports.com slash play or from the more menu of the CBS Sports app. Once again, that's cbssports.com slash play p-l-a-y or go to the your cbs sports app which you should be using it's it's the best app there is um and you can just click the more button you just scroll all the way down you see fantasy fo- football pick them uh, no purchase necessary see rules for details hey you guys want to see something cool oh, yes so my wife uh is, is a teacher and uh she teaches art and her her co-art teacher her, her next door neighbor um who finds random crazy stuff so she she found this the other day and not having seen, it'll make sense. Not having seen something else, but it'll make sense. It's sort of funny. Look what That's I got. Snoopy. Oh, it's an orange Snoopy. How cool is that? An orange what? Snoopy. I heard yeah. your husband got a tattoo of Snoopy on his right arm because he's trying, because he's going through a midlife crisis. Would he like the Snoopy figurine as well? <laughs> right, exactly. Sort of how that went down. Is that, is that about right? Midlife crisis is right. Oh, man. It is, it is kind of convenient that it's like your midlife crisis, your little midlife tattoo crisis, just kind of converge perfectly with work 
It's like you, you think you got to have a midlife tattoo crisis that one was paid for by by myself and, and listeners. You didn't have to spend it. You didn't have to go buy a motorcycle or anything. My dad. <laughs> Not yet. And uh, the thing is, if someone asked you how you got the tattoo, three minutes in the story, they'd be like, I'm sorry, I asked you. You're having, clearly having a midlife crisis. They wouldn't even want to hear the rest of the story because it's so long. Uh, the, the the chat is in the, on the YouTube chat, youtube.com slash pick six has decided that Breach looks like 1010. Oh, I what? haven't seen the Netflix cartoon this show. You heard, did you remember the cartoon? There's a new one, newish one out last just, five or six years. Just Google 1010 and then click okay. it. I guess instead of asking questions like an old person. <laughs> Who was 1010? 10 should have been your... Oh my gosh, that 1010. <laughs> Can you uh, toss a picture of 1010 up, uh, Diva, if you've got it available? Just to... Um, just so we and can, it's... Breach, can, you quaff, can you quaff the top, the front of your hair up a little bit? Bengals orange hair is what you need, though. Oh yeah, oh my God, you are ten. You are ten ten. Also, oh, where's that a, little dog? Where's that little fun-loving rapscallion dog of yours? It's also like, is it Big Boys that has the same haircut? The the guy in front of the the, the burger. Yeah, big big boys. There's breach. <laughs> turn turn profile pick breach. I'm the uh, Mexican version. There of it is. Indian. There you go. Yeah, you're like the like with this little like salt and pepper goatee that you've got going on. He's actually. In terms of hair color, he's more big boys with the with the if he gets that that curl going. Well, it's, just, it, it's it's really like, um, like basically the point is like if like ten it's like if ten ten instead of like, you know, was a serial instead killer of, instead of continuing on the path of like, you know, helping to uh, solve mysteries and and uh, and and help people. Oh, is that um, what ten ten does? Yeah, uh, essentially ten ten. This is like ten ten Breaking Bad. Like Tintin is broken bad, and he's yeah, he's now like, oh god, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like evil Tintin. It's like if Tintin went went yeah, Tintin breaks bad. That's breach. Did you hear? I put the clip in in our little chat channel. Did you hear Eminem talking about throwing a football at uh, Lions practice? Like Forty yards. No, he said exactly what what is I called him breach. Basically, he says, you know, when you're throwing the football in the street, you can throw it for miles. You get on a real football field, the ball goes ten yards. Oh, right, right, that's breach. <laughs> that's yeah. breach. Breach. Yeah. Like, I mean, I threw it seventy uh, yards last weekend in the street. <laughs> let's um, Anyway, let's. Uh, I guess we can get to the somehow down a, down a down a ten roof down a ten roof is something like that. Um, what? I don't know. I was trying to. Somebody's high. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I'm fine. Um, the 2022 regular season, we'll start with the MVP. It's a good place to start. Good place to start. Um, is Do we want to, do you want to give your pick? I think you well guys. your best bet? Because I think they, those things vary differently. Like if I was, well, you know what? What do you think about the MVP, Wilson? I know there's there's probably somebody who's with terrible odds that you think is a good bet. Yeah, let me ask you this: Is Justin Herbert a best bet at plus nine hundred? He's third on the list. No, that, I think that's just a yeah. Okay, that's my pick, Justin Herbert. I'm going all in on Justin. Tom Brady, that's wasted money at plus nine hundred as well. I think that's. I just don't. This doesn't feel like Tom Brady's year. You know that it's a lot of danger Brady, in saying that out. Never bitten anybody in the ass. I know a lot of danger in saying that out loud. But um, here's my best bet. And Debo, get ready. I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts at plus 3,000. Wow. 30 to 1, Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Hurts. Oh, look who's creeped down to 30 to 1. Oh. Yeah, he's also in the conversation. You talking about your buddy Derek? Trey Lance. Yeah, gosh. Come on. Derek Carr is actually another one. Jalen Hurts, though. But Jalen Hurts, I mean, there are no excuses with the players around him. You can't blame Jalen Rager anymore or J-Jaw. They're gone. So, um, if he just plays consistently and he doesn't have to do everything, he can, you know, he can rack up some MVP votes with his legs in much the way that um, Lamar Jackson did a few years ago and, and then make some big time throws. Uh, as Breach will tell you, you have to win the division in order to, to basically win this award and they're going to win the division, I feel like. So uh, the arrows pointing up on the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, if he carries his weight and then does a little extra, I, I think he's, he's a nice little, uh, nice little bet here at, at 30 to 1. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. I mean, I think when you look at when you look at this MVP market, you basically have to say, okay, you know, of the of the guys who are ten to one or better. I mean, they're, I mean, they're they're the favorites, but like, you know, Allen, Mahomes, Herbert. I actually think you can make the case that Allen at six and a half to one or 
seven to one. I think anything under six to one is probably a little short, but like Josh Allen at seven to one is not a crazy bet based on now. Again, you got to, you got to put down, you know, like a full unit and a half if you really want to get, you know, the money back and versus like a long shot. But like, I really think that these voters, you know, people like Peter Prisco are just desperate, like so desperate to give this award to Josh Allen. I, I think they would love nothing more in the world than to hand Josh Allen this award. And yeah, but how often is it the case that the guy wins the award that shouldn't win it? That, that, that doesn't, that feels like it's pretty rare, right? That should, the favorite wins it. It hadn't happened very often. Like no, that. but even a guy that was quote unquote the favorite at the beginning of the year and he somehow backdoors it, even though two or three players outplayed him. I don't think that ever really happens. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like there's a, there's still so many outs where another guy could win it. Like Mahomes right. could easily win it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think the two bets that stand out to me, Lamar Jackson at 20 to one is absolutely a bet. Look at the people. Deshaun Watson is, I mean, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, uh, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson ahead of him. Lamar Jackson's won the award before. The Ravens could easily have a bounce back season. And, you know, if he has a monster year, 20 to one is really good value for him. I think to me, he should be closer to the 10 to one range. How is Deshaun Watson not 8,000 to one? It, it makes no sense. He, they, they, I think they just haven't updated that. It's like a late, I guess. Like how he's playing six games. He, he's not going to win. It should be, he should be not on the list. Um, Trey Lance and Jalen Hurts, 30 to one are a little, probably too. It's just not a great price because you could have gotten for like 50 to one like earlier this offseason. But those two guys are, would be my two long shots that I would look at. Jalen uh, and who else? Trey Lance? Jalen and Trey Lance. I just think you have the you have the upside, the rushing equity. There's a lot of pieces around them. Right now, There's, who has the better numbers? Um, I, I would think that Trey Lance might have the advantage in terms of like, really ending with a better statistical season combo wow. rushing and passing only because – I trust that offense to open up a little bit more than I would maybe the Eagles who really got into like after a couple of weeks, Nick Sirianni adjusted and they, they became a run heavy team. So that, that would be my only reason for taking. Yeah, but you've seen Jalen hurts play. You haven't, we haven't seen a whole lot of Trey Lance. We yeah, don't know what he's going to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I have a ton of both guys in, in fantasy where like, I want, you know, if you're drafting fantasy this week, just get Jalen hurts. You know, Trey Lance has tons of upside, but Jalen hurts can have a terrible football game and still be a QB one. Like he did it seven or eight times last week. Hey right? Debo, are people jumping on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon? I thought I was being original here, but it sounds like people are are waking up to JH. I just made that up. No, I mean the money speaks for itself. I saw our friends at Caesars today finally adjusted where the Eagles are now NFC East favorites. Finally, um, at plus one thirty, and the Cowboys are at plus one thirty five. So I think everybody's on the Eagles train, and if you're on the Eagles train, that means you're, you're probably on the Jalen Hurts train. Debo yeah. doesn't like all this recognition preseason. Breach, what about you? You haven't said a word. You've been just staring at Joe Burrow's number. Thinking one. about his hair. He's like, why did well, I get this hair? I'm listening. You guys talk. I don't want to fix it. Boom. I try to get a word. You guys just keep talking. So I was just going to let you finish <laughs> everything <laughs> you had to say. You know, you know what? I was actually looking up to see how uh, the preseason favorites did in the last two seasons. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in 2020, when he won his first MVP in this string, obviously he's won four. Uh, he was nowhere near the favorite that year. He was 25 to one. He was plus 2,500 going into the season. Patrick Mahomes was the favorite last year. Aaron Rodgers was 10 to one going into the season. Again, Patrick Mahomes was the favorite. Well, remember in 2019 or 2018, Mahomes won and he was a big time long shot. RJ came out at 75 to one on this podcast. Lamar Jackson won in 2019 and he was a long shot. They both got bet down into the preseason. So the numbers they closed at were probably like 30 to one or 25 to one. But same with for three straight years, it was a surprising outcome at, at MVP. And then last year, Rogers repeating was the first time in a while. It had been a short, a short number. And like, I agree with you guys. I have the bills finishing with the best record. So I think Josh Allen, feels like a good bet but it just seems like the favorite so rarely wins it that the whatever it is the expectations are too high or they don't play as well they might have a good season but it's not a great season in the eyes of the voters um i love wilson's bet i'm not going to steal it with justin herbert because i have the chargers winning the division and like we've talked about you really need to win the division if you want to win mvp uh, i don't even hate rogers i mean at 10 to 1 Going for three in a row would be insane and tying Brett Favre for the most consecutive MVP win. Rodgers to win three straight. Um, but you know what? I will just go completely in the dark. I was going to say Lamar Jackson, but you mentioned him, Brinson. 
So I will go for a long shot. So I think Josh Allen's my best bet, but my long shot that I would consider putting money on Evan McPherson, Matt Ryan. Oh, that's actually not a terrible bet. He is 50 to one. And I I think the Colts are the best team in that division. If they win 10, 11, 12 games, they got to get, they got to get 13 to 14 probably to get to. No, I mean, if they win the division and the, the awards come out, after the playoffs, before the Super Bowl, is that what it is? Always. Well, I mean, it's voted on after the regular season. Regular oh, season playoffs, don't play it. Yeah. yeah, if they if they win the division, I mean, you got to win. Uh, twelve games feels like enough. Yeah, I think if they win, if they win the division with eleven or twelve wins. Yeah. Ryan has it. Well, it's part because you're gonna have the career rejuvenation. There's multiple angles here at play. The, so the Carson win. Wentz dead cat bounce. <laughs> <laughs> so if yeah, so I like uh, Matt Ryan as my dark horse. That's I don't Matt Ryan's 50 to one. I don't mind Matt Ryan at, at 50 to one. That's a two. I mean, I should probably tweet this out just to get the Dolphins fans off my ass. No, no, two tongue about low at 50 to one. It's not a crazy dart throw. You're just, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll probably end up betting Matt Ryan. I bet Matt Ryan to win MVP every year, except the year he actually won it. All right. What about uh, Joe Burrow? Any takers? Yeah. Mm, 13 to one. Not a ton of interest, but he, it wouldn't be shocking if he, if he had a huge season and one, you just hate Joe Burrow. What, what about Sam Darnold at 500 to one? He's at the very bottom of the list. What, I wouldn't what, even what, bet a penny on that. Oh, I'll tell you who is the a really good real long shot that is currently on the screen. Trevor Lawrence, 125 to one. Like, yeah. I, I mean, the, the Jaguars win that division. First okay. of all, Did you actually predict Jacksonville to win the division. Is, yes. that, is that a real thing? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Again, I was Wilson accused me of something that I wasn't, you know, on. Um, what was that? Are you high? Oh, oh, I mean, look, 125 to one. It is a major long shot, but Trevor Lawrence has the pedigree. We've seen, you know, we saw it with, we saw it with uh, Mahomes. We saw it with Lamar second year quarterback breakout unexpected. If the Jaguars won 10 games and stole that division, you know, there's going to be talk about Lawrence as a possibility. Although as Sully correctly pointed out, instead of betting the Jaguars to win the division, just bet Doug Peterson to win coach of the year. Because those things are Thank essentially you. correlated. Thank you, Sully. When's the last time or has ever a defensive player won it? Um, yes. Lawrence Taylor. That's it? Because I was going to say, I'd rather think of off the top of my head. I'd rather have you one time that Breach will tell you about, I'm sure. I'd rather have Micah Parsons at, at 300 to one, but if defensive players aren't going to win it, over Trevor. Defensive players aren't going to win the MVP. Yeah, so that's even a part. kicker is one MVP. Do you guys know Who's, that? Jan Sinerud? No. Who was it? Mark. Mosley. Oh. 1987 strike shortened season. 1982. 82 strike shortened season. My, my. And he won the uh, Jerry Curl of the year five straight years, too, if I recall correctly. He had quite the the afro. Uh, straight ahead kicker, too, Breach. Did you know that? Sure, Wilson. Wilson, you were the only one oh, young enough to watch him play, so I believe anything you said. I, I literally was live. Yeah, we were, both, we were both alive. I watched that team a lot. I didn't like them. And uh, Alan Page. Vikings, oh. 1971. The also, other- a judge, I do believe. Yeah, the guy who can't get verified on Twitter. He literally spends <laughs> half his life trying to get verified on Twitter, <laughs> upholding the laws and can't get verified on. I've got, I've got a good, um, I got a piece of trivia for you. All right, we'll see if it's good or not. In 2014, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP. Okay, two defensive players. Received votes that same year for MVP. One was the runner-up. The other was TJ Watt. That would be JJ Watt. That is correct. Oh, not TJ. JJ. Right. JJ. Yeah. I think he won Defensive Player of the Year that year. He had a huge year. Yeah. Yeah. He was. I can't remember. Twenty fourteen. Player of the Year. What Super Bowl was that? Like I can't even remember. These things are. I'm not going to tell you because you'll know the answer to the this question. The Super Bowl was. No, no. Finish the question. Who is the other defensive player? To receive a single vote for MVP that season, uh, twenty fourteen. If I tell you the, if I tell you what Super Bowl it was, you're you're Richard cool. Sherman. Eh. I that- know the answer only because I just did, uh, you know, it's writing just- my, pre- no, I, writing my preview. I have the Broncos winning it all. Russell Wilson has never gotten an MVP vote, but some of his teammates. Oh. Had- Breach. All right. Do you want to do you want to right, I'll, I'll tell you what? I'll give Wilson the Super Bowl it is. And then I, there should be a three-step process for you to connect this name. And Breach is already giving you one hint. This is the New York Super Bowl. Okay, right. So that's the the Broncos and the Seahawks. That's right. Do you remember 
I, I remember where we were when we when we found out who got this vote oh, and gosh. who voted for them. I had to flew that Super Bowl and breach. Saw to Olivia Munn and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, we hall. were downstairs. That's, yeah, yeah. So, gosh, I barely remember that because I remember a person that uh, I won't name names of the NFL PR team said, "Hey, that's Olivia Munn." <laughs> <laughs> when he was right, it was. Yeah. Um, She's uh, just as beautiful in person as she is on television. Breach, yes. were you down there too for that? You weren't. Oh, he, Breach, was, he was. He was. He was. I, I don't. Brinson, I think you're mixed up. I think this was. Uh, oh Super no. Forty nine. I think it's the Seahawks Patriots year. Is that right? I'm, That's I'm Arizona. Sure. That's when Breach was in Las Vegas. Um. Okay. Anyway, the, the, we're just gonna give the answer. The answer Bobby is, Wagner. That's right. And who voted for him? <laughs> Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy oh, voted. That's fantastic. Do you know how many games Bobby Wagner played that year? Twelve. No, I 11. Ah, what? Yes, That's 11 games and Tony Dundee voted him. Love it. Are you hey. right? It was the Patriots over the whatever. Well, we still saw Libby Money. You didn't breach. How you like that? Yes. Yeah, suck it, breach. I saw Jennifer Garner at that Super Bowl. I'm happy. Oh, when you went Jen to the Garner. movie premiere? Yeah. You didn't even mention Kevin Costner. What a jerk. Yeah. Well, unbelievable. Would you more, be more excited to see Kevin Costner or Jennifer Garner? Well, anyway. Diva the first right, let's uh, let's say uh, this is yeah. Diva's like, please, for the love of all that is holy, what are we doing? <laughs> just keep find it. Talk about something else, guys. All right, what's next? All right, our next award is bah, 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 the Defensive Player of the Year Award, which we mentioned. JJ Watt won unanimously in 2014. Who won last yeah. year, Breach? Your boy. Thank you. Because only Watts win it, and Aaron Donald. That's it. Hmm. Um. Okay. I'm going to go Michael Parsons, even though you didn't ask. Plus, uh, I think Michael Parsons at 10 to 1 is a pretty good bet. Yeah. He's the only, not the only, he's one of the best players on that team. That defense is going to, I don't know how good they're going to be or not. We'll see. But I, I think he's primed for a bigger breakout year than what we saw as, as a rookie. He can play anywhere, so on and so forth. And, um, you know, the funny, the concerns coming out about him not being focused on football were <laughs> uh, overhyped, let's say, because he is an absolute game changer. So 10 to 1, Micah, uh, Micah Parsons. Breach, feel free to talk. Breach has muted himself somehow. I muted. I had to mute myself. I heard the uh, the baby was yelling stuff. Um, that, at her dad. <laughs> well, Wilson down, stole my guess again. He's down there in a little tiny cage. Let me out! <laughs> Who breached her his daughter? I think she would lock him in a cage. This is I am in it's a like, giant. Ha, 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 that's cage. so funny. It's definitely not true. Ha, 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 ha. Let me uh, out. All right, who are you going with, Breach? Well, I was going to say Micah Parsons, but Wilson got to go first again for some reason. Brinson, do we not reverse? This is not you reverse were muted. Draft order. What's going on? He he just simply said he jumped in and said, "I don't care if you want me to go or not." I'm I'm, I'm saying like you were Parsons. sitting there thinking about. Babies and God knows what. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm just going to say Aaron Donald then. <laughs> Wait, this breach is making this compelling podcast listening. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not a. It, it's like Brinson's uh, explanation with Josh Allen at plus six fifty, at plus seven hundred. You were talking about a guy uh, who has won Defense Player of the Year three times. He's going to be in the conversation all year. And if the Rams are good, that gives him an even better chance of winning it. He literally and, tried to behead a Bengals player, and you're still voting for him. Well, uh, I think Breach's argument is like basically you need someone to have a superhuman season for Aaron Donald not to get the award. TJ Watt did it last year. Miles Garrett Mike, clearly they think could do it. Michael Parsons Mike, could yeah. do it. Yeah, um, Wilson. And what are the voters going to do? They're like, uh, if we don't vote for Aaron Donald, he might try to behead us with the helmet. So yeah, of course I'm voting for Donald. This is called the Sean Wagner. McDookie Memorial, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is going to win the MVP vote. No. It's just it's just simply something that could happen every single year, and you just have to prepare for those contenders. It's called look at history. The long win. shots don't win Defensive Player of the Year. T.J. Watt wasn't a long shot. Aaron Donald wasn't a long shot. Okay. Aaron Donald wasn't a long shot. J.J. Watt wasn't a long shot. It's been a, a heavy favorite really every year for the past 10 years. Okay. Fair enough. Brinson? Just saying. Yeah, um, I think I would look in the thirty. Like I, so my um, the ones that the ones that I would kind of look at would be um, uh, Derwin James. I kind of like is an like is an idea. Is that crazy? Yeah, yeah I mean, if he's healthy, Leonard, sure. Gotta yeah. stay healthy. Gotta stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, gotta stay healthy. That's but I mean, they haven't. You know who Pete really likes? Um, Marcus Davenport. 
like he said when he was in, he's at uh, 80 to one when he was uh, at saints camp that they were talking him up as potentially having a better season than cam Jordan, which sounds like crazy talk, but um, that's, that's a long, long shot. And uh, I sort of like that one. What about Roquan Smith Smith at 60 to one, because he's playing for something to prove that feels almost too good to be true. I kind of like the, um, the problem is, I think we looked this up. Defensive player of the year needs to, your team has to be good. Eesh. Bad news, Roquan. Yeah, I think you have to be like a 500 or better, right? Because what was what were the Steelers? Oh, the Steelers, ooh. Nine, eight, and one or whatever the math is on 17 games. They were in the, they made the, they made the playoffs. Like yeah. they were a, a, you can't be a four-win team, I don't think, and win the defensive <laughs> No. Is the, is the issue there. All right. What are we doing next? Um, we are going to defense offensive, whatever Debo is. Let's see where Debo is with this. Could go anywhere. Offensive rookie of the year. This market is totally foobar. It is insane. So can he can it pick it nine to one now? Was six to one before? Damian Pierce ten to one. George Pickens ten to one are the next two favorites. Those guys were like sixty to one at various points this offseason. If you got any of them, you have some fantastic CLV. Um, CLV doesn't ain't worth a crap if it if it. Yeah, if, if if he didn't win, it doesn't matter. But I mean, like you have to feel good about where you are if you bet on the What's guys. CLV for the the closing the line value. Oh yeah, just for those those idiots that know what it meant. Basically, means. you just have you have you have value built into what what you what you bet on. But again, like it doesn't mean it's going to end up being worth anything at all. You know, like it's not like it's not necessarily um, it's not necessarily like you have you know. Like, like you're like, wow, I have Damian Pierce at 50 to one. Like, I feel great about the value that I got on that, but it doesn't matter if Damian Pierce doesn't win the award. I, I just think you have to look further down the the list if you're going to bet on anything at this point. And like, they are pretty scared, they being the books on the Offensive Rookie of the Year award. If anybody gets any buzz whatsoever, they come flying up the assist. Like, look at Romeo Dubs is 14 to one. I mean, what are the, uh, what's the math on? Offensive rookie of the year playing on terrible teams because Damian Pierce plays for the Texans. You can, it is easy to win offensive rookie of the year on a bad team. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That's Actually, certainly worth noting. It, in, in, since 2010, it's happened like the, like the winning, it's like five of the last 12 years has had a winning record. You have the, the uh, RG3 with the WFTs. Um, well, I mean, even closer, more recently. Up, uh, Three of the past four years have all been okay. losing records. Losing records, yeah. And Tyler Murray and Saquon Barkley. Yeah. So knowing that, I I might like Damian Pierce, but also like Brees Hall a lot because I think Brees Hall has. Brees a Hall at twelve to one is not bad value now if he if he's just a workhorse for them. Like the receivers, I just have no idea. Like George Pickens, I probably like the best, but receivers can go three, four games and get five targets and two catches, and then then where are you? So. And, and remember, Mac Jones should have won it last year. He was a minus one thousand going into week sixteen or whatever when uh, Jamar Chase blew up and it completely oh, right. flipped the script. Like, you know, it, it basically like that one huge game against the Chiefs completely changed everything about that market, which was just crazy. And that's the one thing to keep in mind is that when you think about a receiver, is they can flip things with just two or three huge games, and if those come at the end of the season, then uh, yes. you're, you can look really smart. I'll give you two longest shots. Tyler Algier, the running back for the the Falcons, he's listed third in the depth chart behind Cordell Patterson and Damian Williams. But he, if he plays, I, I think he's going to stay on the field. He's a good player. He's at sixty to one, and then a little higher. Who's that? Sixty to one. Tyler Algier, the running back for the. Oh, the I, I I have bet Tyler Algier several times. He's good, man. He's really good. Like and, I said, and like he's he could get all the carries for the Falcons. Right. I mean, Cordell Patterson again. Yeah, how many carries is that guy to get? Uh, well, gonna, I think they're going to split Patterson out more. Yeah, that if you're betting on this market, I think Algier is a must bet. It's and Alec Pierce at fifty to one is also one to keep an eye on. Uh, Pete, Absolutely, Pete loved him a lot coming out of Cincinnati. Me less so, but he seems to be clicking with with Matt Ryan, who is I mean, he's just their straight up wide receiver too. Yeah, that's right. So those are two two uh, little little nuggets that they caught my attention. Um, Rashad White at fifty to one in the terrible bet. Like if something happens to, to uh, regular season Lenny and he goes down. Isaiah Pacheco, was it been a Pacheco? Pacheco, excuse me, forty Pacheco, to one. Yeah. He's like, I mean, he could be the number two running. He could be, he could end up being. It wouldn't be crazy if he ended up being the number one, like like the 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 best running back on the Chiefs. Right. I mean, there's slim pickings, sadly. Hey, uh, Debo, we used to, like Clyde Edwards gets hurt, and all of a sudden he's the lead guy on the Chiefs, and that's 
at 40 to one. That's pretty good value. Jahan Dotson at eh, 25 to one. That's a little short for me. There just shouldn't be, there shouldn't be this many people under 20 to one that they've squeezed it down. Yeah. Kenneth, does, uh, Walker, does... Kenneth Walker, 20 to one is probably decent value at this point. Go all the way to the bottom, Debo. The very last name is Son of a Knight. Carson Strong, who is currently a free agent. So if he wins Offensive Rookie of the Year, that would be a fantastic story. Brenton right, could go for Iki Aquano. Now I was about <laughs> in the spirit of Garrett Bradbury. <laughs> I, you joke, but oh boy, he never this? learns. Never learns. Oh, you but do you, have you learned? All right, what two? <laughs> Good comeback. You don't know the answer. You you you're not going to be able to correctly guess this. Uh, I bet you can't get this. All right, go ahead. Last year, Jamar Chase won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Correct. I got it. Forty-two votes. Mac Jones got five votes. The other three votes were given to two players. Who are they? Panay Sewell and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Panay Sewell, those are both incorrect. Rashawn Slater got one. I know that. That is great. Oh, a tackle and offensive lineman got a vote. How interesting. Can Did you he win that? it? That is interesting. <laughs> How many votes was he short? What but he, he only got like one or two votes. He So he, he wasn't even close. 70 votes short. Okay. I don't know who got the other one. But I'm guessing it was an offensive lineman. Reed Humphrey uh, got two votes for the go. Chiefs. Two <laughs> offensive linemen got rookie of the year votes. I'm just saying, in a year, in a weird year, with no like superstar talent at quarterback and guys who uh, aren't going to get a ton of opportunity at quarterback. Can you pick it? It wouldn't be that crazy if like it would be crazy if if one of those three offensive linemen got just stole stole the awards about. And then let's I, see, I let me ask you this. For all of eternity that an offensive lineman can win offensive rookie of the year. How much money are you putting on either of these? Uh, Icky, Evan Neal, Charles Cross? Pizza money. You're not putting much on there. Okay. Money. there there's proofs in the pudding. That's 150 to one. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. Just bet $1,000. You might win. It's, better, it's a better bet than Carson Strong. I wasn't saying I was going to bet Carson Strong. I just thought it was interesting that he was on the list, even though he's currently unemployed. All right, let's go to the next award. Well, you didn't even hear my opinion. My God, Brinson. He's, he got so caught up in the offensive line conversation, he lost his bearings. Uh, I'm going to go with Dobbs or Sky Moore. They have the same odds, plus 1,400, 14 to 1. Same reason. But Dobbs, if you're betting, Ro- is it Dubs or Dobbs? It's Dobbs. If you're betting Romeo at 14 to 1, it's, you're just getting t- horrible value. Why are you getting horrible value? If he you wins the award, you won two weeks ago. Well, if you, you did not he was going to win before second Aaron Rodgers mentioned his name, he can crash it down 14 if to you one. You didn't look at the odds two weeks ago, and this is your first time looking at him, then you're getting excellent value. That's the stupidest thing anyone's ever said. It's literally not. If no, because so, someone previously said, by the way, that uh, the center from NC State was going to win rookie of the year. That was dumb. Thank you, Wilson. <laughs> thank you. Can't even think of that guy's oh, name. Um, <laughs> pull up your pants. That's the wrong one. Whatever. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's, I tell you what, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll look at a few more awards next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What other name that you could have thrown in there is Zemir White, 80 to 1? Yeah. Um, he goes by Bam. No, that's, that's Bam Knight. Oh, Zonovan. Dang it. Oh, I think Zonovan Knight, 125 to 1 is not crazy. Like If Brees Hall gets hurt, I mean, he could take over. He's like, he looked great in the preseason. On offensive. Preseason That's, doesn't matter, Pete Prisco. And by the way, uh, Donovan Knight's a free agent. He's not currently with the team. He made the team. Did oh, they him? did bring him back. Sorry. God, I was like, what? Um, was like, He got cut. I didn't realize. I feel like I had that conversation with somebody. Oh, wait, no. They did cut him. They cut him uh, yesterday. Are you messing with me? 
No. Uh, the Jets have announced the re-signing of backup offensive line Connor McDermott, who was let go last week, and the team trimmed its roster to 53 men. Clear, to clear room, the Jets waived rookie running back Bam Knight. Ouch. Bam Knight? Bam. Bam. <laughs> Ouch. So, that stinks. But, I mean, he might be. I don't know if he's going to get re-signed to the practice squad or up somewhere else, but for now, he's currently. I missed that yesterday while I was traveling. Dang. Well, I mean, there's a million things going on this time. Yeah, it's amazing. I guess that would not be the top of the list for. Um, yeah, I, you won't believe this, but Pete Prisco is somehow un, incapable of 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 managing to make it through two picks in a fantasy draft. That sounds all right. Yep, checks out, doesn't it? Least surprising thing you've told us today. I know it's just pathetic, Pete. Um, my goodness. So, let's look at the defensive rookie of the year class next. Should I go first so we don't forget about me? Sure, you start, Breach. Tell us. I'm going with uh, Sauce Gardner. There we go. All right. That's How many times? One to one. Plays for the Jets. If you're a cornerback winning this award, you need interceptions. You know who he plays against uh, in a division where Josh Allen threw the third most interceptions in the NFL. Mac Jones threw 13 interceptions. Tua threw double-digit interceptions. He only started 13 games. Uh, he gets to play against Joe Burrow, who, uh, as good as he is, is a risk taker, does throw interceptions. I think he tied for sixth or seventh most interceptions. And he gets to play against Brinson's boy, Trevor Lawrence, who led the NFL in interceptions. So I feel like there are going to be a lot of opportunities. Well, let me ask you this. Why would you go with him instead of Derek Stingley, then? He plays in the AFC South. Uh, I just explained. Because no, Josh really Allen and Mac Jones and Tua throw interceptions. Okay. Uh, how many times has a cornerback won defensive rookie of the year? It happened as recently as Marshawn Lattimore. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had a fantastic year, though. And Marcus Peters in 2015. So, this is bad process by you. What? Yeah. What, look at, let's look at Marcus Peters. Let's look at Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn had a fantastic season. Marcus uh, Peters led the entire NFL in interceptions. Well, he's saying he's going to have a lot of opportunity. I think it's crazy, but at least he he, he tried to defend it. I mean, Marshawn Lattimore won it with five interceptions. Yeah, but he played fantastic. Yeah, that team, the team that changed everything. Remember, there was a seven to nine, three, seven to nine team, three straight years, and then La- I mean, also five five picks is a lot. You know what a better pick would have been, Breach, if you're going cornerback, Kyer Elam, because he will eventually be playing off Tre'Davious White. He won't be going up against number ones, and he'll have more opportunities to to make big plays. So, I actually, sadly, I have to agree with with Brinson here. This is amazing. Pull up your pants, take <laughs> off the bra, and be a man. You guys both have to get a sauce sauce tattoo if he wins. I'm done with the tattoos after fine. You have to get a fake tattoo, a temporary tattoo that stays on for 12 months. I think Breach should be next in line for the tattoo. It should be of Tintin. <laughs> uh, I'm, Tintin. <laughs> I'm gonna keep the Eagles thing going. I'm going with Jordan Davis, who was Dominant in training camp, had a really good preseason from what I saw. Debo can comment on how good it actually was. But he appears to be unblockable. The company actually played well at the times I saw him on the field, too. Uh, they're both close to 1,800, but I'll go with Jordan Davis. Uh, has the defensive, interior defensive lineman ever won this award? Uh, uh, I mean, I mean Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, but as Breach noted, he is not human. Sheldon Richardson? He won it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That, that was a weird year for like all awards, by the way. It was like everything was bizarre that season. 18 to 1. I'm going with Jordan Davis. Okay. I mean, you do you. What's wrong with that? I love Jordan Davis. You know how I feel about Jordan Davis. Well, who are you going with? I, I just think 18 to 1 is a little short for what I would want for Jordan Davis. So, so Brinson hates my pick and he hates your pick. So I can't I wait to hear his pick. Yeah. What NC State player that's going to get cut? Are you are you going to pick to win this? It's going to be Aiden Hutchinson. He's going to take the favorite. I think. I mean, I think you do have to just take one of the pass rushers up top. If you look at who's won the award before, it's this is just a pass rushers award unless there's somebody with a ton of picks. So well, one he, has a knee injury and the other one plays for a not a great football team. So who are you taking? I'll take Trayvon Walker. <laughs> what? He gets one on ones. He's got questionable quarterbacks. He's going up against Matt. I mean, like no, he's not going up against elite quarterbacks. Like he can definitely pile up sacks. Disrespectful to Davis Mills. Okay. Hey, after Brinson made fun of our picks, Wilson, guess how many times a Jacksonville players won Rookie of the Year? Uh, either fifty or zero. Zero. Oh, how about that, Brinson? Dunked on yourself, and you missed zero. it. <laughs> how many times is it what? He wasn't even paying attention. Jaguars player won the the award. So what does that? What does that have to do with so? Yeah, I'm just saying. Garrett what? Bradbury, there's a chance. So, so, do you know how many times a Jaguars players won this award? It can't happen. Silly. Well, I mean, if you're basing 
future outcomes on, on history, that that would be a pretty good indicator that you're going to going to lose money. On I don't. Account. I'm not basing future outcomes on history. That'd be dumb. Well, clearly not. <laughs> what is happening here? All right. So Breach and I won that round. You lost. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> if you look at it, it's Michael Parsons, Chase Young, Nick Bosa. It's a pass rushers award. You know those guys Stafford, have in common. Had all kinds of. Then Darius had all kinds of stats piled up. You know what those guys have in common? They didn't play for the Jaguars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's next, Debo? Coach of the year. All right, here we go. What did uh, Sully say about coach of the year? Uh, Take Doug. No, he said, if you think the Jags are going to win the AFC South, you should bet Doug for coach of the year instead. Okay. Because if they even get close to co- winning the division, he could still win coach of the year. Doug, uh, Doug Peterson, 15 to one now. Thanks to Sully for slicing his, his number in half there. He was 30 to one, I think. Jeez. Let me ask you this. So, uh, God, there are a lot of guys at 15 to one. Of all the guys at 15 to one at the top of the list there, oh, Staley's the favorite? Yes. All right. Let's include your guy, Staley's the favorite. I know. Let's include all those names. So, Sean McVay, Nathaniel Hackett, Vrabel, O'Connell, Shanahan, Peterson, Staley. Who are you taking? Assuming they, let's assume they all have the same odds. They're pretty close. Um, I think I'd take Peterson. I think he has the most upside in terms who? of who? Pete, Doug, Doug. Thank you. Breach, who are you taking? Doug, you know what's crazy? You can literally bet at one hundred dollars and at least twelve of these guys and guarantee yourself a profit if they won. But you would take a beating if no one did. That's that's you don't usually see the top favorite. It's beat. it's crazy that there's like, one. Yeah, there's nobody under ten to one. How is yeah. O'Connell and Hackett on this list? I feel like they should be much longer odds. Is well, that- you know it's funny, Wilson, that you said that because O'Connell was going to be my pick, and then I just saw his odds, and I. Don't think those are long enough, but I, I like O'Connell to win it. I was going to say Staley, but I don't want to pick the favorite. I mean, Hackett should be way longer because he'll have to win that division or at least come in second. Well, the, the, the come in second and go to the playoffs. You can figure that out if you bet in the regular season. But why fifteen to one doesn't make any sense there? Is that just me? For Hackett, yeah. Because you you have to you can't win four games in that division and win coach of the year. You got to win. No, I mean you can if you turn the franchise around, you'll do it. I mean Stefanski won it. The Browns finished in third that year. How how many? What are the fewest number of games Hackett, Hackett can win? And See, that's a better argument for for Doug than anybody else. Though. Yeah, like, you win nine games with the Jaguars, oh. miss the playoffs, and Doug's winning the award. If Hackett wins eight games, he's not winning the award. Right? No, I think you have to win at least eleven. Okay, well, that's what I just said. You finished second place in the division. I would much rather bet on Doug or hey, look, Kyle. Kyle Shanahan is a good is a is a decent value because if Trey Lance is awesome, he's going to get credit for it. I yeah, I don't know. I don't feel great about that. I mean, Kevin O'Connell. If the Vikings win that, if the Vikings beat the Packers in that division, he's going to get a lot of credit for it. McVeigh, you know, just won the Super Bowl, so probably not going to be involved. Yeah, you just can't bet anyone that, you know, like Matt LaFleur probably doesn't get the credit he deserves. But if you've won 13 games, three years in a row, there's no way you're winning the award because what that's, was, uh, what's that's your expectation. What's McDermott on there? McDermott is, what is he, 18 to 1. I don't hate that because you can have, a, you know, the Bills win 15, go 15 and 2. Why is Josh McDaniels 22 to 1 and Nathaniel Hack is 15 to 1? Yeah, that makes sense. I think Josh McDaniels is a decent bet because That's if they a great win that bet. division, he's winning the award. If Ooh, they you win know, AFC West, he's here's winning. another is even better bet. Scroll at the bottom there, Debo, Dennis Allen, 25 to 1. Because they're winning that division. And if they win that division, he's winning it. Yeah. So there you go. Unless the Saints and Raiders both win the division and then Allen and McDaniels tie. All right. That that. That was that was a uh, that was my favorite one so far. What about Bill Belichick? Has he ever won? He has won it, but he doesn't win it as often as he should. What um, expectations are too high? Why is he twenty to one? I mean, this team has a lot of questions. He should be like thirty to one. It's because right. if you because if, if they make the playoffs, he might win it. Yeah, but I don't know if they're going to make the play. I don't know what the odds are right now. I wouldn't. Make... I wouldn't want to. Yeah. Oh, I got him here. Let me look. See if I can find it real quick. Um, they're probably, I bet they're not even favored to make the playoffs at this point. They're plus four, seven, five, plus four seventy five to win the division. I don't have the playoff odds in front of me, but that's, oh gosh. Anyway. All right. What's next? What about Matt rule at 30 to one? What about it? I would not bet that. <laughs> Panthers? Panthers getting the 10 wins. What do you think? He has a better chance of winning offensive rookie of the year than winning coach of the year. Comeback player of the year. Has, has Caesar's finally done the uh, done the correct thing and taken Deshaun Watson off of this list? <laughs> no, they have not. They have not. Um, 
Chris McCaffrey down to nine to one. He was 11 to one. I think when RJ gave it out on the pod, Deshaun Watson, 18 to one, take him off the list, please. Remove his name from the list. What is the prerequisite injury? Are you going to come back from suspension? <laughs> well, there's no prerequisite. You can come back. Yeah, Philip Rivers came back from being like a like having a right. below average year one time. Oh, okay. the voters literally make their own criteria for this award, which is what makes the award weird. Well, like Alex Smith was a lock if he played at all to win after coming back from that leg injury. I think McCaffrey's a better bet. Baker Bayfield's just coming back from the Browns. Like that's what the that's what the argument would, would be. be. Hilarious if you want. Yeah. We had an injury, sort of, but I, again, I, who knows what the rules are? I mean, Derrick Henry came back last year. Yeah, Michael Thomas makes sense as a uh, five to one is weird. I guess he's coming back from an injury, but yeah. yeah what do you mean? What's weird about that? I mean, well, I, mean uh, I will uh, say, a uh, quarterback has won it four straight years. Mm. Oh, so you're saying Mitch Trubisky at twenty to one is a slam dunk? But, I mean, I Mitch mean, Trubisky could, could win comeback. Like that's not you know, crazy. If he the Steelers made the playoffs. Mr. Bisky is the front runner for next year when he comes back play of the year because he's going to get knocked down in week two by that offensive line. What about Arrow, Alex Smith? Tan- so Tannehill came back from injury, but also was like coming back from Adam Gase. What is Mike- the uh, Michael Thomas? Yeah, what's the math say on doubling down on Jameis and Michael Thomas? Is that a good bet to make or not? No. Ryan, you like that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick bet? Wait, where's that? Oh, there. <laughs> yeah, he's you know, you know, who's not a bad bet for this award. 60 to 1 Carl Lawson. Like he tore his ACL before the season. If he has like 15 sacks for the Jets, 60 to 1 Ryan Fitzpatrick might be a better bet. Just like Carson Strong is unemployed, but I mean that doesn't mean they can stay unemployed forever. I mean, I mean I'm just saying, like, if if if, McCa- if like if none of those guys up top have great seasons and Carl Lawson has a great defensive season and he tore his ACL last year, that's just an easy look for the voters. At 60 to 1, it's not worth like JC Horn wouldn't be crazy. Is Will Fuller on a roster? He is not. Okay, he's on the list at, at 51. If the Packers sign Will Fuller. <laughs> right? Path. Remember, when they, remember they should have given up four first-round picks for Will Fuller? J.K. Dobbins at 25 to 1 isn't crazy either. If you, I like J.K. Dobbins a lot. Um. All right. So what does Debo want us to do now? Debo says, oh, we're doing props next. Like lowest scoring team? You tell him and he'll pick the, the category. All so right. Which prop we want to do? Uh, D, uh, Breach, why don't you spin the wheel for... Ooh. Bing. Stop. <laughs> Total regular season receiving touchdowns. Who's going to have? Oh, these are over under. Let's do most regular season receiving touchdowns or most regular season passing touchdowns. We can start there. So easily organized. Okay. Let's see here. Okay. Well, you know where I'm going. Is that a good bet, Justin Herbert, at eight to one? Um, Not for most. Pa- uh, why not? What? Why not? I think that. Well, I'll ask you. How concerned are you about the pressure the Bills are facing preseason affecting how they play? In I'm all not overly concerned. Breach, are you concerned at all as someone who is, as a fan, has had to deal with teams not living up to expectations uh, periodically? By the Wait, way, Tom. What, Tom, what Tom Brady, by just just for clarification, last year Tom Brady led the league with forty three passing touchdowns. Uh, Matthew Stafford second at forty one. Justin Herbert, third at 38. Mm. And then Mahomes and Dak and Aaron Rodgers had 37 each. Josh Allen, 36. Joe Burrow, 34. Kirk Cousins, 33. And Carson Wentz, 10th at 27. Interesting. Breach, I was asking how concerned are you about the Bills in general and Josh Allen in particular struggling with the expectations they're facing preseason as it affects not only their wins and losses, but their individual productivity? I mean, I'd say just a little concerned, just but I mean, the team feels like they can live up with the hype. I'm more of the concern that they just don't always think about the fact that they were 13 seconds away from going to an AFC title game. Start choking away fourth quarter games because of that. So knowing that, would you rather have Justin Herbert here or uh, Josh Allen, who is uh, slightly better odds than Justin Herbert? I think. I think I would rather have Herbert. Yeah, thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. Okay, no problem with that. Um. Scroll down a little bit. Let's see if there's maybe a, a sleeper value spot in there. So, uh, you got to get... Ooh. Tua. 
Two at 35 to one most passing touchdowns. So you think Tua is going to throw 40 plus? Pa- I think you have to go 40 and change. We forget that he played at Alabama with all those first round picks and just threw eight touchdowns a game. And he, gosh, he looked good in that, that preseason game against the Eagles. I don't want to put too much stock in that, but I'll be honest. I, I'm, I'm uh, recency biased against uh, four Tua. That's a long shot, 35 to 1. That's not terrible. Mm, I'd like a little more than that, I think. A little uh, more. Who else is down there? I mean, he's better than Sean Watson at 25 to 1. What, what about Kirk Cousins? No. Hard pass. He's, he's finished in the top 10 in each of the past two years, 18 to 1, sixth overall last year with 30 or in 2020 with 35 touchdowns. Would you take Kirk at 18 and, to 1? And that's with a defensive coach, head coach who hated him. He now has an offensive minded head coach who does who not hate him. <laughs> Uh, 18 really to one, hates. 18 to one on Kirk or 35 to one on Tua breach. I would take 18 to one on Kirk. Oh boy. You be. Oh, James said 35 to one as well. I mean, he has Jarvis. He has Chris Olave and he has Mike Thomas coming back and Alvin Kamara. Not terrible. Man, I like all these old guys too. I like Russell Wilson. He threw 40 touchdowns in 2020. Matt Ryan, he has Jonathan Taylor behind him. People are going to be trying to stop the run. He just throws the ball. He's just going to score touchdowns. How is it that Lamar Jackson and Tyler Hundley are the exact same odds to win? That's hilarious. Yeah. All right. I got one. Wait, wait, wait. That was most Lamar. What was Lamar again on there? 50 to one. Uh, he led the league in passing touchdowns. And- Tyler Hundley, also 50 to one. So you can have your pick. Lamar, 50 to one is a bet. I think that's just the contract, probably conversation. I, know, I think it's just like the the rushing equity, and like the, they don't think he'll throw that many. I I think stop there, Debo. What did well, what then he came back and he hasn't hit thirty in the past two seasons. Obviously, he was injured last year in twenty twenty, only threw twenty six. All right, I'm gonna do the quickly. We'll do teams to go. Though. Teams to go zero and seventeen. This will be a quick yes and no. So, first of all, who who is in your mind is the worst team in the NFL as we sit here? That's tough. Uh, I think Bears, it's the Bears. The Falcons. I think it's the Bears. Prisco thinks it's the Falcons. Um, is Seattle down there? Pete had Seattle at 31 on his power rankings. I don't think they're that bad. But put another way, I think the team that's most likely to, to not win a game is probably the Bears. The Falcons won all those one-point games last year and somehow won seven games. I think they can sneak out one win. Is there any team, put another way, is there any team that's going to go winless? Like, what are you betting here? I would bet a lot that there is no team that goes winless. Yeah, nobody's going winless. You stumble into a win somehow. Also, the Bears and Falcons play each other. Yeah. But Worst I mean, regular season record, though. The Bears at six to one. How is that not a bet? <laughs> so uh, why are the Bears? Why are the Bears the fourth favorite on that list? They should be yeah. like the, the number one. It is gonna. I think. Are we giving too much credit to Lovey Smith uh, for not being as good a coach as David Culley? Because I think we're sort of yes. glossing over that. It could be a drop off, but I, I'm with you on the Bears. I think the Jets are actually going to be better than. Oh, I don't want to. That's just going to the, the Bears. The Bears should have the same odds as the Falcons and the Jets and the Texans. I think the Jets are better, but I think those other three teams are, are grouped together. I think Seattle, the Jets, and the Panthers maybe will be better than than conventional wisdom says. But good lord, they, all, those teams could combine for three wins. I don't know. Uh, what Emily in the chat throughout Lions? I don't even see them on the. They're better than ten to one. Lions are winning seven games this year. The Lions could easily win three games again. 15 to one the Lions. Lions. What's that? They're right below the Panthers, 15 to one. What's Everybody. the lowest team that you would bet on on this list? Here, scroll down a little bit, Debo. Like the I, Giants. The Giants are 30 to one. Well, that's too low. Did you hear Joe Shane? That's too high. Did you hear Joe Shane? Yeah, why are the Giants there? Oh, 30 to one's great odds. I'm saying it's great value. I would bet the Giants at 30 to one for sure. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, Joe Shane was asking about, he's like, what do you, what, you know, what do you think about the expectations for the season? He's like, you know, we're just playing the hand we're dealt. There's nothing we can do about it. It's like, what? Did you, did you just he was basically already making excuses for a horrible season. Yeah. Well, that could be. He might be doing the reverse Jedi mind trick like Tua and Tyreek. Who's below the Saints the there? Titans at 100 to 1. <laughs> I can get out of here. Cardinals I like better than the Titans. I, I thought about the Cardinals too. <laughs> I mean, the Cardinals could implode. The Browns at 50 to 1. Yeah, Browns that's not, not interesting. That's not oh, that's just a, the Browns could just stink until Deshaun comes back at the end and played in two and a half years. And they could still stink, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the Browns, yeah, the Browns, if he comes back to a three and eight team, you know, that's kind of be, he's going to be dejected. 
you don't want to yeah. go out there and play and get beat up in a three and eight team when you have no shot at the playoffs. Um. All right. Do you want to do one, Br- Brenton, and then I bet the Colts this this last year that was that was off. I don't think they could do it. But disrespecting to Cowboys two hundred to one. Dak gets hurt early on. No, because they'll fire Mike McCarthy after week three and then hire Sean Payton and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah maybe. Um. Okay. Oh, okay. So I guess we can wrap this up quickly with uh, the, the this other one that Debo had on the rundown. The first overall pick. Uh, I'll stick with the Bears. Okay. Uh, so what if the, the Cardinals get it and they draft a quarterback? The Bears at six to one is a bet, and so is the Giants at thirty to one. And our first overall pick. Um, where's uh, Devin Leary? <laughs> Not after last weekend. I haven't watched that game yet, so I look forward. Don't to that. watch it. The second half is a walking heart attack. My buddy almost caused like twenty. I told. I mean, like, not even kidding. Almost caused like he was about to like break like twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff in his house. Who did they uh, play? East East Carolina, and we. Oh, that game was close. Did they win? They missed an extra point and then missed a forty-one yard field goal, and would have beaten us. State State held on for dear life. Oh, there's Devin Larry way down there at sixty to one. Don't bet that. I just. I mean, yeah, don't bet that. I'll say I don't think see, I, I think the Falcons have the worst record. They're not going to draft a quarterback because they just got Desmond Ritter. I would not. I don't think. That's, yeah, they drafted him in the third round, though. If if they have the worst record in football, it means Ritter's played a, enough that they've seen Ritter. And, well, the Texans didn't draft a quarterback this year, and they got De- Davis Mills in the third round last year. So there there is some wiggle room there. At least a year. I think they would go Will Anderson. And that's the other thing. That's, that's actually sort of the Jaguars playbook and, and the Texans and, and taking Derek Stingley. So, yeah. But but they, but, they, but, they, but they weren't like good quarterbacks. There's, I mean, we believe Bryce Young and well, some people don't like the fact that Bryce Young weighs 140 pounds. That's a concern. But CJ Stroud certainly. Uh, also, Debo, I don't know if you can find this, but I see it on the rundown. I think it's a good one. Last undefeated team. Breach, you have all the schedules memorized. Is there uh, one that pops out? Uh, last undefeated team. You know what's funny is that. Uh, I have the Broncos. That is funny. That Whoa. is that based is, on something you wrote, or are you just guessing, picking names out of a hat? Whoa! That's looking at the schedule and looking at how good teams are, and uh, so they play the toughest division in football. Do you have them making the playoffs? Can you uh, reveal that? We we all turned in our. I picks. do have them make. I have them winning the Super Bowl. What? Okay, the well, Broncos. That's a bold take. We talked about this like last week. You didn't mention the Broncos. He, well, I, I, I didn't do my picks yet. I had to go is through it. Official, I, official? I went through my process. My preview is out, man. And I took the Broncos. Oh, did you see the? I mean, we talked about this in our Slack, but I'm sorry, we're just bring it up for the podcast session. But did, did you see the, the graphic that HQ put together for Breach's records? Oh it's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I didn't see that in Slack. You put it in there? Oh, my God. Look at it, Wilson. You, got, you have to go look at it. It is. Where is it? I am literally getting nonstop tweets. Nobody is yelling at me about my picks. They're yelling about me about the insanity of the graphic. It's impossible to figure out what the hell's going on with it. Like, what oh. is what is the organizational process with it? <laughs> like, I don't understand it at all. Look I literally, like, there's no reason with which haphazardly put the teams together. Before <laughs> I went to bed last night, I spent 30 minutes trying to figure out if there was some sort of pattern and could not figure one out i mean it was it's bonkers i need to find out who made this i need to talk to him i need to get the bottom of this right the top four teams are an nfc south team an afc west team an afc south team and another afc south team and one team is going 10 and 7 there's no like order like to like what the record is there's no it's it's to uh, to figure out what's going on the point is to disorient the reader so they don't know what to yell (laughs) it works it also disoriented the writer. So, yeah. I mean, like the guy who wrote the article is completely disoriented. This <laughs> like, awesome. Doesn't know what to how, how to handle it. Holy Wait, mo- so yeah. who do you guys think finishes? Oh my gosh, goes undefeated the longest, last undefeated team. I can't believe you have the. I mean, what what is the well, argument for the that you're making for the, argument for the Broncos is that they open against the Seahawks and the Texans. So I think they win those. Okay. Then they get the 49ers at home. Trey Lance's. Third start, uh, you know, only a second road game. Tough place to play, so I think they can win that game. Then they play the Raiders. I feel like uh, the division games are pretty much a toss-up in the AFC West this year, so I think they can win that. Then they have the Colts at home. uh, And then week six, they play the Chargers. And if they can win that game, they play the Jets, 
and they play Jacksonville, and then they have a week nine bye. So if you can beat the Raiders and the Chargers, there's a good chance you're getting to week 10 undefeated. That's a big ask. I mean, all of it's a big ask. It's it's trying to go. I mean, you guys pick a team and you can do the same thing. I, I'll pull up every schedule. So schedule's right. yell at you for only having one team winning more than 12 games, the Bills. But last year, only two teams won more than 12 games. So that's not crazy. You don't have any team winning more than 13 games, which also, I mean, I get it. I don't, I don't hate that either. I just think picking a team in a division like that, I think it's going to be a team like the, I don't know what the Colts schedule is offhand. Look it up real quick, but a team in a crappy division might have a better chance. Of, so the Colts open up against the Texans and Jags. So there you go. Okay. Very possible to go two and but then their next three games are chiefs Titans at Broncos. Yeah. Are the chiefs game? Where's the chiefs game? Indy. Chiefs game is in Indy. Okay. I, I feel okay about that because again, last year the Chiefs started three and three with all their weapons. Tyreek's gone. Uh, there's a huge concerns with the rest of the, the, the wide receivers. The, the defense will see. There's a lot of young players there. After the Chiefs game, who do they play? Uh, then the Titans at home. Okay. Typically, the Colts do pretty well against the Titans. Is that right in Indianapolis? Or is that 50 uh, 50? And then the other game is the Broncos against your Broncos. How many games did you have the Broncos winning before they lost? Or you didn't? Uh, well, I said if they could get to their bye, which is in week nine. Oh, my gosh. Eight and oh. Then they get to week 10. All right. I'll, I'll stick with the Colts just uh, to, to keep it interesting. What are the Colts odds? 18 to 1 on the screen. Ooh. Ooh. What, what, are, the like Brenton? what are the Jaguars? Stop it. Seriously, what are the Jaguars? And uh, Wilson, the Titans have won four out of five against the Colts. No, that doesn't help, does it? Because the Jaguars start out at Washington, have the Colts at home, who they've, they've like, Jaguars have won, the Colts have won there since like 2014. And then they're at the Chargers at the Eagles play by that. Bad bet. <laughs> the Jaguars uh, are going to be in September. Hold on. The Panthers are interesting at a hundred. This is last undefeated still, right? Right. Sure. Panthers are 101. Uh, Panthers get the Browns at home at the Giants. Saints at home. Uh, Cardinals at home. 49ers at home. I mean, could they be the, like the only five and O team? That's, what's I, after what's after San Francisco? At the Rams. Yeah. I don't hate that. So By the way, you need, you need um, oh my God, Debo got a Carson Wentz Colts jersey. Yeah, Debo, put that up and I want to hear the ex- All right, the ex- and I got one more. All right. But it's not, it's 10 to 1. It is the Packers. Oh, well, that's so I think the opening game John against the Wagner McDuffie pick. It's 10 down. to 1. They're not the, fi- they're even close to the favorite. They're Go the ahead. fifth. Um, if I, I think the first game against the Vikings is a toss up, actually pick the Vikings. But uh, if you look at their first eight games, they play the Bears, the Patriots, the Giants, the Jets, the Commanders. uh, And then they do play the Bills in week eight. And then the other big question mark would be week three against Tom Brady, the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. All right. Fair enough. I want to hear Debo's explanation and how much he spent on. First of all, let's guess how much Debo spent on this Carson Wentz Colts jersey that he just. Why did you buy this now, Debo? $11. $11. Over under $11, Brenton. Um, I'll say he spent $2. I bet he spent $25. So why did you buy this Carson Wentz jersey, Colts jersey, Debo, and how much did you spend on it? So actually. I've never worn like a non-Eagles jersey, and this is the only person I would ever wear a non-Eagles <laughs> jersey for. Is Ironically or on purpose? No, on, on purpose. Okay. Um, you know, I'll wear other jerseys for basketball or baseball. Like, I don't care. I don't feel like I'm going against my team, but I feel like that way if, if I do it for football. So I purchased this maybe like September 1st of, of 2021, and just a couple of, of address changes led to me finally getting it today, actually. Um, so it, took, it's like, it took you as long as like Wilson, a Wilson tattoo. Like, let's, I mean, yeah, oh almost. almost. So now, hey, so you, you know. ordered this for last season, and it so he spent way season. more than twenty five bucks. Then, if he ordered, oh, it, it was one hundred and sixty five dollars. <laughs> it was not out of my wallet directly. Like that was the amount that was paid towards it. Wait, but what? huh? Yeah, he stole it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like what, what is going on here? <laughs> there was a, a a little fund that was um. You know, I just I just use profits uh, from that. It's not like says, I, you know, a little six, fund. Pick six slush fund. Yeah, like wait, wait, yeah. Was it, what, who? But if it's not from your wallet, it'd be like from your 
What was the fund? I, I just took all the the money that we're making from ads on YouTube and, and devoted it towards a Carson Wentz jersey. Imagine being the person responsible for filling this order, thinking there's no way anyone's going to order a Carson Wentz Colts jersey. And they're I mean, just September last year, they were ordering a bunch of them. Now it's like, like this is like, I mean, perfect uh, time to rock it. I mean, like, how do you feel about Doug? How do you feel about Doug beating Carson in week one this year? It's a, it's a predicament. Eagles play both teams this year, obviously, commanders twice. So, will you, what, what jersey will, will you wear week one? Will you wear this? Or we wear Eagles. No, no, this is never. This is uh more um, decorative. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like a, like a, like a, I, I you will wrap, go back. You got moldy bread in it and give it to your neighbors. You're like, hey, just uh. Touch no, he's gonna this. frame it, put it on the wall, like you know, Will Milderbrooks or Brady Quinn or Danny Cannell has the the jerseys behind them. That's who's a, a good number to get a signature on, though. Um, now Mike Memorial. Hi, will Carson would love signing a Colts jersey. <laughs> hey, hi Carson, a longtime Eagles fan. Oh, great! That's great, great. You're an Eagles fan. That's fantastic. I I'm the division rival with them now. They kicked me to the curb. Uh, what else you got for me, kid? Well, would you sign this Colts jersey? Like this guy's gonna punch. Or he'll be excited, like, wait, bro, you're one of the three people that bought the Carson Wentz Colts jersey. I'll gladly sign. These I things are, are sold. worth a billion. There's a lot of those were sold. No way. Nobody's buying last year. Yes. No. You should be able to get a refund. Go go to Fanatics. Don't they do like a fan guarantee for your team? Not if your, your team guy is sucks in week weeks eighteen. All right, that's a great way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right, that's Bye-bye. it for this podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, don't go anywhere. We're gonna do the mailbag for Tuesday's show in video form, like immediately on this feed without going anywhere. If you are listening. To the podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So so. So so. So so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.